Hi there, I'm Jodie and welcome to Childless and Confident. Thanks for joining me on this podcast and welcome to episode one. I wanted to talk a little bit about me, just so you can get to know me and understand one of the reasons, two of the reasons, three, many, 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 many reasons why I wanted to start this podcast and, and build this childless and confident community. I didn't anticipate that my life would end up being childless, but when it did, I decided that it wasn't going to be something that affected me in a negative way forever. And I wanted to embrace the learnings that I got from the whole journey and, and the whole experience and the whole process and package them up into to something that I could share with others to help them in their journey. So I guess a little bit about me. I had a fantastic, amazing adult career and life um, up until I, well, when I say up until, I had this really full career and adult life. And then I met my gorgeous husband, Craig. We met in 2005 in Sydney, Australia. Um, we uh, hung out together for a little while. We did a bit of a freeway romance between Sydney and Newcastle for about six or eight months. And then um, made the decision that we, you know, did actually quite like hanging out with each other. We were both, I was in my mid thirties, Craig was turning 40 that year and we we're both clean skins. So we met and because of, I think the very full adult lives that we'd both led, Craig had done a lot of traveling and working overseas. I had followed a, a lot of different jobs around Australia and, and worked in pretty much every capital city on the East coast. And, you know, just really had a very full and, you know, no stern, un stern unturned adult life. So when we first met, we were clean skins, as we, we used to say, clean skins, meaning that we didn't have any children from previous relationships or marriages. Uh, we got married in 2008 and, uh, you know, we had all the plans of having a family. We were, we bought a house, we, you know, looked in the backyard and went yeah we could fit a swing set there and we'll build a garden there and there's enough room for a dog and all of the things I guess that we had envisioned our life together would be so um, you know we went down that path and for various reasons that ultimately ended up in my hormones doing a complete dummy spit reverse pike smash belly flop into the pool um, which is a nice way of saying early onset menopause and prematurely failed ovaries um, that dream of having kids kind of went by the wayside and we made a decision very early in the piece of finding out our news that we would just stop right there and that we would pursue a life that was just us two and not extend potentially, you know, quite a painful exercise of, you know, trying to pursue surrogacy options, adoption options. Um, in 2011, which is when we discovered that we wouldn't be having kids, um, donor eggs were certainly not an easy um, solution in the same way that they are the the rules and regulations have relaxed somewhat now nearly 10 years later so um 
For me, I think the first couple of years of, of being childless were a bit of a journey in that there were a whole lot of friends that were either having their second babies or, you know, falling pregnant with their first babies. Um, that, you know, that, that was a tough time. But I learned a lot about myself in that period and I've worked in communications, I've worked in the media, I've worked on a lot of really big projects throughout my career and I've always been able to communicate really well. I've always been able to express myself, find the right words and and really feel comfortable that I, you know, can articulate how I'm feeling and and what's happening. And one of the things that I discovered in the first couple of years that we were dealing with and processing you know what is quite a life-changing exercise you know if you if you think back to your time as a teenager some people in their teenage years go yeah that's exactly what I'm going to do I'm going to get married and I'm going to have babies and I'm going to have this massive family and you know that's kind of what really drives them for me I had always lived with the notion that I would absolutely love to be a mum and I would absolutely love to have one baby, two babies, three babies, four babies, whatever that whatever that was going to be. But I didn't think about it in a context of that absolutely has to happen no matter what. For me, it was meeting the right person to want to be biologically connected to them for the rest of my life. So when I met Craig, you know, that was definitely how we both felt about each other. And for both of us, you know, it, it was quite a, a bitter pill to swallow at the time that um, we would discover that, you know, that was not going to be a dream that was going to come true for us. So when we pivoted into the life that we were now faced with presented with and I think that the best way that I've found to look at this is that it's the life that we were gifted with because anything else brings such a negative feel into the situation that you find yourself in and my philosophy in life has always been that a glass half full is a glass half full and it's all about how you look at it if there's if the glass is, you know, halfway up with wine, that's usually my case. I'm actually having a little glass of sneaky Pinot Noir right now. Um, but it can always be half full because looking at it any other way just doesn't give you the opportunity to really embrace the notion that everything is going to work out and everything is going to be okay. And even when you think it's not going to be okay, it really actually is going to be okay so for me the first couple of years of dealing with the you know it is it is a grief that you go through of accepting that you won't ever fall pregnant you won't ever have a baby and life is just going to be a quite different picture to what you had imagined so once I had moved through that phase of grief and and I think it is it is a lifetime process that you continue to grieve various things along the way. What I did pick up along the journey is that the ability to smile and the ability to really reach deep and find confidence within yourself to deal with situations with positivity and calm 
generally brings you a greater level of happiness and contentment while still dealing with the issue. The issue of not having a child never actually leaves you. But what can come in and out of your life is a heaviness and a sadness that you feel along the way in your journey to accepting it at various stages of your life. So for me, building that confidence that has been such a natural part of my life back up again was definitely my own coping mechanism with truly kind of going, you know what, my life is actually pretty damn good. I've got a lot of things to look forward to. I've got, I've got so many things and the power of enjoying it is absolutely in my hands. And what I've seen along the way is in various um, groups that I'm part of online and you know, various um, Instagram handles and Facebook groups and stuff that I follow is that there are so many amazing, beautiful, stunning, clever, passionate, incredible women and there's so many of them that are in this little circle of really painful hurt. And some of that hurt comes from what I interpret as that real struggle in confidence and struggle in knowing how to step into this new phase of life and, and step into the realm of being childless and embrace it with positivity and love and fun whilst also acknowledging that there are still those really challenging emotions that that do just come with the status that you now have and make no mistake it is a status there is a tie that's attached to where you find yourself but for me, what I've learned is to, to wear and embrace that with, with happiness and with love and with acknowledgement that it is okay to be sad some days, but the days that you get up and smile and you find things that are really fantastic to love about your life, then the path to being childless and confident just becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. And it just becomes you. And that's, that's what I found with the way I've approached this whole childless and confident life that I'm building is that it's almost like the, the Kevin Costner movie, if you build it, he will come. For me, if I think it, it will be. And what I, I want to share with people is various ways that I have built my own coping mechanisms, how I have responded to a series of really difficult questions over the years and how I've navigated social situations so that I'm not put on the spot and I'm not made feel as though I don't fit in because that was definitely something that happened in the first couple of years. You know, there was a lot of, oh, poor you, you can't be a mum. I'm so sad for you. Those people, you know, in social situations when that happens, I'm just holding a glass of wine while I say this, but my goodness, there's been some social situations where that's happened and you just, you literally want to chuck your glass of champagne on them. Um, obviously, that's not a socially acceptable or very nice thing to do, but what I've learned over the years is various ways to deal with 
what can be quite awkward questions or can be quite awkward situations. And I want to share those and, and I want to take big, deep dives into this in various episodes as we move along to help people understand how to navigate it and to give them tips and tricks and and I guess just share my experiences. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. And I hope that we can have some laughs, some tears. I can share experiences that, that can help you. So in the next episode, I'm going to talk about the first couple of years for us and, and what that meant in our journey to coping with, accepting with, and embracing a life of childless and confident. I'll see you soon.